Welcome to the IT Privacy and Security Weekly Update Gives Large for the week ending December 19th, 2023. In our episode 170, our first few stories present some unique gifting ideas. Who needs another Rolex when you can give large? We get new breach reporting requirements from the US SEC and China's MIIT. Wait, what's this? A competition? In that same vein, we get something less than super from Mr. Cooper. After court ruling that you can't be forced to reveal your phone pin, there's great news from Google about a change to your location data. And we finish up this update in front of a crackling fire. Quick, get the eggnog. We'll go get the cat and let's settle in comfortably for this week's update. Our first story this week from jalopnik.com out of the UK. Most original gift for 2023? Don't tell us. You finally found a present for that person who has everything. Whether your holiday is past or is still to come, we wonder, dear listener, if this is you. A Rolls-Royce Olympus jet engine used to power the Concorde Superjet was listed on eBay for years before finally selling this past weekend for just $714,000. The engine was owned and removed from a British Airways Concorde plane that made its last flight 20 years ago. It can't fly again, but could be repurposed decoratively. The purchaser and plans for the 3.5-ton engine are unknown. However, it's sold at a substantial discount from its $975,000 list price back in 2019. This particular engine still contained the Concorde's signature afterburner for added thrust capacity, making it more unique. There is hope that this iconic piece of aviation history, rather than being dismantled for parts, can be preserved and displayed proudly in a museum setting, much like the retired Concorde airframe it powered. So what's the upshot for you? Happy holidays and best wishes for a brilliant new year. And yes, we will remain on the edge of our seats in anticipation over 2024's most original gift. Our next story is global and comes to us from VentureBeat.com. Microsoft releases Phi2, a small language model AI that outperforms Llama 2 and Mistral 7B. Looking to try something different over the holiday break? Microsoft Research, the Blue Sky division of the software giant, announced the release of its Phi2 small language, a text-to-text AI program that is small enough to run on a laptop or mobile device, according to a post on X. At the same time, Phi2, with its 2.7 billion parameters, connections between artificial neurons, boasts performance that is comparable to other, much larger models, including Meta's Llama 2 7B with its 7 billion parameters, and even Mistral 7B with another 7 billion parameter model. Microsoft researchers also noted in their blog post on the Phi2 release that it outperforms Google's brand new Gemini Nano 2 model despite it having half a billion more parameters and delivers less toxicity and bias in its responses than Llama 2. Microsoft also couldn't resist taking a little dig at Google's now much-criticized staged demo video for Gemini, in which it showed off how its forthcoming largest and most powerful new AI model, Gemini Ultra, was able to solve fairly complex physics problems and even correct students' mistakes on them. As it turned out, even though it is likely a fraction of the size of Gemini Ultra, Phi2 was also able to correctly answer the question and correct the student using the same prompts. However, despite these encouraging findings, there is a big limitation with Phi2, at least for the time being. 
It's licensed only for research purposes, not commercial usage, under a custom Microsoft Research license, which further states FI2 may only be used for non-commercial, non-revenue-generating research purposes. So, uh, businesses looking to build products atop it are out of luck. So, what's the upshot for you? Children all over the world are putting in last-minute updates to send to wish lists for laptops with an NVIDIA 4050 or better GPU chip in them. Thankfully, Santa seems to be pretty tight with Jensen Huang, CEO of NVIDIA. Next up from themarkup.org is a global story. Your smart TV knows what you're watching. Did you get a new smart TV during the recent holiday sales? Well, there might be an uninvited guest joining your viewing parties. Most modern smart TVs employ automatic content recognition, or ACR, a sneaky ad surveillance tech that tracks your viewing habits for targeted ads. This software is often hidden, and opting out isn't easy. Many consumers are completely oblivious to ACR's presence. Let's break down the tech first. ACR works like a constant background shazam for your TV, identifying content through screenshots and comparing them to a massive database of media and ads. These TVs can capture up to 7,200 images per hour, powering content recommendations and a booming $18.6 billion smart TV ad industry. If you're not keen on having ACR snooping on your watch list, you may be able to turn it off depending on your TV's software. The process can take anywhere from 10 to 37 clicks, and the article we provide in the transcript for this podcast has instructions for removing ACR from Roku, Samsung, and LG devices. <laughs> so what's the upshot for you? Third on the list, after the unboxing of your new telly, first plug in the TV, put the batteries in the remote, and then turn off the ACR. Why do we advise this? Let's say you have your parents over, and they watch a few days of classical movies and old reruns. That'll feed the ad database, and you may be served up hearing aid, insurance, and prepaid funeral arrangement commercials for the foreseeable future. But it's even worse when it's young parents, as the selection moves to diapers and laundry detergent and... Ugh. Our next story out of the U.S. from cyberscoop.com. SEC disclosure rule for material cybersecurity incidents in effect. Four days to report. U.S. publicly traded companies are now obliged to disclose material cybersecurity incidents to the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC, following the implementation of a new rule on Monday. Critics argue that the disclosure time is too rapid and could pose national security risks. Some view it as duplicative of existing regulations, potentially increasing liability pressure on the chief information security officer. The SEC ruling mandates companies to report major hacks within four days and submit annual reports detailing their cybersecurity management. Lawmakers and industry experts express worries about potential conflicts with existing regulations, particularly those from the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, or CISA. Concerns also center around the possibility of disclosed information being exploited by malicious hackers for further attacks. So what's the upshot for you? CISOs are expressing concerns about heightened liability potentially leading to increased demand for directors' and officers' insurance. We can only imagine the excitement in the insurance industry as yet another type of big-ticket policy evolves. Next up out of China from Reuters.com, China issues draft contingency plan for data security incidents 10 minutes to report. 
China on Friday proposed a four-tier classification to help it respond to data security incidents, highlighting Beijing's concern with large-scale data leaks and hacking within its borders. The plan, which is currently soliciting opinions from the public, proposes a four-tier color-coded system depending on the degree of harm inflicted upon national security, a company's online and information network, or the running of the economy. According to the plan, incidents that involve losses surpassing 1 billion yuan or $141 million and affect the personal information of over 100 million people or the sensitive information of over 10 million people will be classed as especially grave, to which a red warning must be issued. So what's the upshot for you? The plan demands that in response to red and orange warnings, the involved companies and relevant local regulatory authorities must establish a 24-hour work rota to address the incident, and the Ministry of Industry and Information Technology, or MIIT, must be notified of the data breach within 10 minutes of the incident happening. Whew, that sounds like fun. Our next story out of the U.S. from PCMag.com. Hack of mortgage lender, Mr. Cooper leaks PII on 14.7 million people. In an effort to report significant breaches, but keep them short, we present the Mr. Cooper breach. In October, Jay Bray, chairman and CEO of Mr. Cooper Group, called it an outage. Last month, it became a cybersecurity incident. Now, it's a full-on, personally identifiable information or PII leak. Mortgage company Mr. Cooper Group has confessed to losing the personal information of 14,690,284 people. So what's the upshot for you? That's quite a feat for a firm with only 4.3 million customers. Our next story of the U.S. from finance.yahoo.com. Why Google will stop telling law enforcement which users were near a crime. Earlier this week, Google Maps stopped storing user location histories in the cloud. But why? The company said Thursday that for users who have it enabled, location data will soon be saved directly on the user's devices, blocking Google from being able to see it and, by extension, blocking law enforcement from being able to demand that information from Google. Your information is personal, said Marlo McGriff, director of product for Google Maps, in the blog post. We're committed to keeping it safe, private, and in your control. The change comes three months after a Bloomberg Businessweek investigation that found police across the U.S. were increasingly using warrants to obtain location and search data from Google, even for nonviolent cases and even for people who had nothing to do with the crime. It's well past time, said Jennifer Lynch, the general counsel at the Electronic Frontier Foundation, a San Francisco-based nonprofit that defends digital civil liberties. We've been calling on Google to make these changes for years, and I think it's fantastic for Google users because it means that they can take advantage of features like location history without having to fear that the police will get access to all that data. Google said it would roll out the changes gradually through the next year on its own Android and Apple Inc.'s iOS mobile operating systems, and that users will receive a notification when the update comes to their account. The company won't be able to respond to new geofence warrants once the update is complete, including for people who choose to save encrypted backups of their location data to the cloud. So what's the upshot for you? Well, don't Pop the champagne corks just yet. There's still another kind of warrant that privacy advocates are concerned about. Reverse keyword search warrants, where police can ask a technology company to provide data on the people who have searched for a given term. Search queries can be extremely sensitive, even if you're just searching for an address, Lynch said. 
And our final story this week is from Iceland, from livefromiceland.is. Missing your summer barbecue? Live stream the volcanic eruption direct from Iceland instead. Apparently, this is 10 times more activity than the last volcanic eruption in Iceland. So what's the upshot for you? Get it while it's hot. So to recap, our first few stories present some unique gifting ideas. Who needs another Rolex when you can give a large? And what is larger and more in your face than a jet engine with afterburner out of a Concorde jet? Then we updated you on a cool new LLM from Microsoft that could be smarter than Google's newly announced Gemini Nano, and it runs on a laptop. We told you why you've been getting those diaper ads on your smart TV and where you can get the details to fix it for three of the most popular brands. We heard about new breach reporting requirements from the U.S.'s SEC of four days for U.S. businesses, while China's MIIT color-coded their breach reporting and might slap a 10-minute reporting requirement in place. Then, U.S. mortgage lender Mr. Cooper told us that with just over 4 million customers, they lost the PII of over 14 million people. And after the Utah court decision that suspects can refuse to provide phone passcodes to the police under the U.S. Constitution's Fifth Amendment privilege against self-incrimination, there's great news from Google about a change to your location tracking data. And finally, we ended up in front of a roaring fire with the cat. This week's quote, People never believe in volcanoes until the lava actually overtakes them. From George Santayana. That's it for this week. Stay safe, stay secure. Happy holidays if you're celebrating them this week. And we'll see you in seven. Every day I'm living large. Yeah, I got the camera. It's not my birthday yet, but I got cake. Come celebrate.